You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. What's that, Chloe? La Grande Illusion. Yeah, that's the title. Français. Ça veut dire que tous les Canadiens parlent en français. Tous. Tous les Anglo-Canadiens. Tous. Je comprends. Je ne parle pas. <rire> Qu'est-ce que c'est drôle, c'est que Ryan est français et moi je ne suis pas. <rire> ok, that's enough. Salut gang. <rire> Salut gang. <rire> We started on the wine. It's Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Wine in one hand, coffee in the other, and a whole bunch of fresh local Vancouver berries in a bowl. It's a it's a decadent day. Uh, I just thought we were doing this because the title's French. That's well, yes. <laughs> and then I found support of content to build a narrative around it. <laughs> oh, good. As we do. <laughs> and this is the Thornhill episode, so we should be decadent. That's true. This is the Thornhill episode. Did mm-hmm. I ever tell you that, um, so I'm, I lived in L.A. for a few months um, mm-hmm. in 2016. Like, over half of 2016, yeah. I lived in L.A. Yeah, you spent half a year in L.A. Yeah. That's substantial. Um, longer than half a year. And mm-hmm. um, some significant things that happened to me there. But anyway, um, the first, like, little bit I was there, I had some friends I knew who, like, already lived there who are from Canada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They all have busy lives. Um, and I did spend quite a bit of time hanging out by myself. Mm. And I watched all of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I remember one evening I decided to have a Game of Thrones themed meal. Mm. So I had like a goblet of wine. Yep. And like meat and bread and cheese and fruit. And that was very satisfying. The wine was a little odd. It was canned red wine from Trader Joe's because America. Um, yep. I was just helping out with a fruit fly there. It was buzzing around your ear. Thank you. Um, it likes my wine also. Um, and, oh, yeah. And um, so I, I, love, mm-hmm. I love doing, like, thematic thematic foods for a thing I'm watching. Like, mm, like um, so, our friend's Hobbit feast? Yes. Our friends have a Hobbit feast where we watch all the extended Lord of the Rings DVDs. And we... Um, eat all the Hobbit meals. So there's breakfast, second breakfast, eleven seas, um, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper, and then also dessert if there's any room left. Um, and it's so much fun. You couldn't do it with Firefly though, because it'd all be like tang. Yeah, or like hard tack from space. Yes. So you couldn't do it with some. There's some things you can. Anyway, all this Buffy, is basic. I'm blood like, wine, blood sausage, ugh, blood oranges. No, it would just be like Californian food. With some blood, also. A little bit of Tex Max. (laughs) Um, All this to say is, I'm kind of delighted that we're accidentally having a decadent feast during this decadent episode. The deep red wine and the deep red strawberries for Cheryl Blossom's deep red heart. Yes, which we think is a deep red heart of envy and uh, suppressed queer feelings. Well, I I like it. Well, we think it's bad, and then it turns out to be good. That's all. She is more awesome than we knew. Whoops, that's so great. That's your earbud. Here you go. Swapsies. Shall we jump right in, Chloe, to the beautiful decadence of Thornhill? Grande illusion. Oui. Oui. C'est vrai. Oui. Uh, On ne veut pas skipper le recap. Oui. That was... Badum. En français, badum. (laughs) Netflix. Warner (laughs) Brothers Television. Oh, my God. Now it's verging off into... I feel like... Culturally appropriate. They're like... just stop. Hey, I'm French-Canadian. I can can mock my own culture. You speak French better than me. Okay. I need your Ryan help. Give me permission. To, I need your help to mock my culture, Chloe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's 
anyway, back to Riverdale. Back to Riverdale. Um, remember that time where Andrew Lynch was just Irish on the show? Yes, the, Andrew Lynch just does that. He's, the Lord! Oh my god. Was I good. think it was because he was introducing his D&D character. Maybe. Oh. No, yeah. he was talking about the nuns and his mother. Oh, with yes. The nuns. Why would he be talking about his D&D character? Well, I mean, like. Um, his... Also, can I just say, mm-hmm, maple mm-hmm. syrup is my, f- literally, my favorite flavor. Really? Yes. Well, it's up there. It's in the top five. Oh, cool. It's I, like, yeah. never bothered oh, as a kid. Oh, I love. I had Saskatoon berries for the first time, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Um, Wait. When I was in the prairies. I'd had Saskatoon berry syrup. I never had the berries on their own. I feel confident I've fed you Saskatoons at some point. Really? I think you just fed me the syrup. Oh. I have frozen Saskatoons in my freezer Amazing. right now. I'm my so dad texted me half an hour ago saying I froze two bags for you this year. Aww. Uh, th- yeah. That's great. I love the weird intersections of our lives. Yeah. I'm glad you know Saskatoons now. For anyone yeah. who is not so lucky, they're sort of like blueberries, but a little more purple and a little bit, a little bit different. Yeah, I'm distracted by Jughead? my favorite bughead. The bugs. <laughs> Good timing, oh Alice. No oh, goodness. I, oh it boy! It amuses me a little when she calls her Elizabeth. I don't know. Mil- that's not how you spell milk toast. <laughs> Weird. Every once in a while, the subtitles don't match, <laughs> and it makes me happy. Ah! Uh, oh my god, this, that skirt is tight as you are uptight, Alice <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> I like how oh you know Betty obviously learned her real world coping Cabal skills. Of vampires, cabal. <laughs> yes, you're just distracted. I love how Jughead's just looking at her like. Wow, like you're real. Yeah, he's that which I have never known. I I wonder what Jughead's mom is like. Um, hmm, what? I wonder what Jughead's mom is oh like. Oh my god, I would love to meet her and Jellybean. Mm-hmm, we'll get there one day. You might have to shave the truth a bit. That's a um real That's gentle a- introduction to the whole inherit a gang one day. Yeah. Also, you have a serious rock on your finger, Hermione. I never noticed that until now. Yeah. Notably and relevant <laughs> in this moment in time. The drive-ins are still after the drive-in land. Did... Here's oh, a question. Hermione. Did the thing with Fred happen totally by accident? I don't know what... Yeah. I don't know. I don't... It's I a don't... reveal I'm excited to hear in season three. Yeah. Because I think it did... And Hiram obviously used it, but how much was opportunism? How much was scheming? How much was a Joaquin situation? I don't know. Spectacular use of Vancouver's two weeks of snow in that great establishing shot of the school, and really this entire episode. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the snow episode, and all of y'all not from Vancouver should be aware. Um. The aesthetic of this episode is must be a happy accident. All the outdoor snow scenes. There's no way they could have planned that or known that. Well, I mean, unless they shot somewhere else. I suppose. Um, I guess they they could travel. because there is there's snow later in this season as well, though. Hmm. The question okay. would be in my mind how much and whether Thornhill was a fixed set. Mm. You know that they might not. 
be able yeah. to just go, you know, into Banff or something. I think they're shooting in Calgary this season also. Oh, yes, you mentioned that. I could be wrong about that. Maybe, I don't know. It makes sense. That, increasingly, Calgary's film industry is getting up there. Ugh. And then, oh, Reggie. Yeah. <sighs> I want you. Ah, <sighs> Cheryl. Oh, goodness. I love that. I love now that we know that she's queer and does mm-hmm, seem mm-hmm. to be a lesbian and not a bisexual woman. Also my read, yes. Although I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. She has not chosen words yet on camera, but suggesting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all that to say is like this perform, this performing of heteronormativity that she does is so yeah. fascinating now. Well, it's it's such a great contrast to the more authentic moment she has to go back and see Cheryl playing the game. Yeah. Meanwhile, talking over Ethel, because Ethel having poems and... Yeah. Feels. It's like, I just... Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I'm distracted by... <clears throat> the way Veronica yeah. is processing and addressing this content. Yeah. I'm just like, but that's nice of her. Like, Arthur, she's reaching out. It's good. And I like that it comes from a place of having been a bully in the past. Of, like, understanding from several sides. Hmm. Um, interesting that Ethel is consistently the, like, artistic expressive one who never gets the screen time for it. Yeah. Like, her and the Carrie musical arc. Ethel has a lot <laughs> of sad... Of specialty. Sorry. Sad arcs yeah. of art. Yeah. Yeah. Good good use of good use of the, yeah. the Kevin prop. Ugh. Be scared, Ethel. Popular girls are dangerous. Yeah. Veronica trying will still be a wrecking ball. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. not after, oh, we need to sit down, yes. Kevin. Veronica's very, very special episode very last year of her existence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got her water. Yeah, you were kind of a mean girl, Veronica. Oh, boy. I'm interested in how... How she outgrew that? <laughs> no, she, she did she transfer did. <laughs> Uh, this is, I wonder how much of this is an interest, is like a perspective mismatch here. That like, of course Kevin, the small town gay kid, thinks, well, yes, of course she committed suicide. This is the natural outcome of aggressive bullying. Yeah. Had 13 Reasons Why come out by this point? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I wonder if that was a reference to 13 Reasons Why. I mean... I just read it as a reference to the fact that queer kids in small towns are primed to assume suicide at high rates because it's constantly at the forefront of one's mind in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I made it dark now. I actually couldn't hear a word you said because of the sound that's between well, us. Let's let's swap earbuds, Chloe. Okay. So we'll have an ear between us and we'll have to cozy on in. Okay. How's, how's that? Like, Is that I can hear you worse? now, so that's great. <laughs> It'll probably be better for our banter. I missed the darkness, but I will hear it when I listen to this later. Eh, the blossoms bring plenty of darkness. I don't know if I should feel sorry for Penelope Blossom or not. 
Like, I feel sorry that her son was murdered by her husband. Oh, yeah. Right? She's obviously awful in so many ways, and a horribly abusive parent. And I think it's important to carve out space to be compassionate for her while also judging the hell out of her. Mm. When the light hits you just right. Yeah. You look like my dad's son. Mm -hmm. She is a really badly hurt, grieving mom right now, underneath all of that evil wasp noise. Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, You really right. need to go talk to your girlfriend, Archie, like, ASAP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much. Also, Terrifying. funny yeah. what Archie's summer plans were before jail happened. Yes. <laughs> no, but she, he doesn't get... No, of course not. get into it, because Of he, course like... not. But... <laughs> I love how he immediately jumps to sex work. That's so rude. <laughs> Gigolo. <laughs> Ironic, given the Blossom future outcomes. Ugh. But, uh... Also, there's nothing wrong with sex work. Yup! Archie should trade favors of his body f- to get his, like... Archie's 16. Oh, <laughs> Adult Archie consenting. Yep. Adult Archie could get it and yeah. be oh, man. a adult, very successful escort. Adult Archie, like... Yeah. Could make such a killing. Oh, my God. He's All the people on the could make a huge killing as sex workers. Yes. They have very uh, tropey looks and yes. are extremely I mean, that, attractive I mean, I and charismatic. Say that, I say that just in terms of the package. There's a lot more work that goes into sex work than mm. being good looking. I don't mean to mm-hmm. undersell the job by any means. It's a difficult job. Mm-hmm. With required skills. Yes. Especially interpersonal skills and charisma, which not all these people have. I mean, they all have charisma, but nuanced communication. Sorry? Nuanced com- Actually, you know what? Most of the gang are pretty good at nuanced communication, come to think of it. Yeah, but they're not all good at, like, the emotional labor and support that goes into sex work. Because, like, mm-hmm. a friend of mine who does it, like, a lot of the work that gets done is, like, phone calls when he's worried about something at work. Like, he's mm. like he's paying for the girlfriend experience, basically. So, arguably, Archie, at the moment, is much closer to the actual work and labor of yeah, sex work. totally. Than what Penelope gets up to. Interesting. Yeah. Because he is an emotional rock for Cheryl in this yeah. moment. and I'm also saying that with a very limited perspective on sex work. I'm saying that mm-hmm. as someone who, like, knew, knows someone who performs a very particular type of sex work, who gets paid a certain type of wage, who gets mm-hmm. to it through certain avenues, you know. Yeah. There are many, many, many different types. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't do the job myself, so I really can't speak to it. But hmm. that's my impression of the job, is that there's a lot of emotional labor involved. <laughs> that said, I I don't think enough people recognize or discuss the fact that, you know, we most of us know people who uh, have or do uh, sex work. Yeah. Have had or, or heck, who have employed sex workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's something that could use a little normalizing. Yeah, I agree. With all the cultural nuances of that. Great pointing out the awkward thing at the table in front of all the strangers. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Everyone's parents are fighting. Except yep. for Kevin's because his mom is not there. I mean, she's fighting. Also, just Monica's because her dad's in jail. In a war, as opposed yeah. to. <sighs> oh. Awkward. Yep. 
And Hermione knows how awkward this is, doesn't she? Girl. Mm-hmm. Girl. Okay, Veronica. <laughs> Being ruined sucks, she says, in this condo. I know, oh my god. Oh, boy. Mugs. It's touching. In which Hermione like... recognizes it's gonna the go. The third G. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's an adorable nod to the actual reality of all the name changes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Archie will look good in this photo. Yeah. Get on in there, boy. <clears throat> in- um... Interesting how wholesome some of the random Blossom extras are. They don't look like a looming mob family yet. Mm. Even though that's already what they're established as. Oh, she's wearing... Sorry, I just got distracted. She's been given a blossom brooch, and it's a Aww. little ladybug. Oh. Oh. Of course she has. It's been absorbed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway, um... Uh-oh. Like, fair. I'm I'm with Veronica here. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm really with yep. Veronica as well. You, you, your dad pulled a little Enron... It's the risk of doing business with your father. Rude. That's uh-huh. like saying it's the risk of locking your bike on the street when it gets stolen. I right? mean, it is, but like... Yeah. It's still not okay. It's an... Not to extrapolate, but it's a victim blamey sort of a statement. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-oh. Who's this random dude again? Oh, yeah. Just a competing Blossom Boy. Are these local actors? Do we recognize them? I don't off the top of my head, no. Yeah. How how blossomy of them to talk right in front of her. Yeah. (laughs) Aw. Also Also 4.0. Yep. Does she? Cool. Apparently. She's brilliant. We know that. She's so hot. Yeah. She's so hot. This character's so hot. I like that it's it's like she leans so hard into that protection. No one protects yeah. Cheryl. It's I know. It's sad. And I like that Tony doesn't really protect her either. Right? She just straight up hugs her in crisis. Uh-oh. And Cheryl occasionally threatens someone with a bow and arrow in beautiful standoff. Uh-oh. Yep. I've been saying uh-oh a lot in the last two episodes. It's like we're entering the third act. Oh, boy. Because all the good things are falling apart. Yeah. yeah, people like you. Good, Good people. people. Unlike us. Oh. There's an there's an unlike us to that. Oh, this is a bad this is like we don't come back from this and we never have romance again. Yep, yep. This is a you're responsible for the downfall of my life and y- your husband and family and choices are bad people discussion. Um <sighs> yep. uh. I mean... Oh, boy. Yeah. But Hermione's, like, doing, like, d- good... She's doing the best she can in, in a real bad situation yeah. here. It's... It's tough, Ooh, though, right? you're playing both sides full-time. Ooh. You know, blue, I... Below the belt. I can see why he would feel I, that. I understand why he's mad, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Clifford oh, Blossom adult, again. Oh, adult dating going badly just makes me really sad in a way that, like, 
Hmm. Adolescent dating doesn't. It's kind of interesting. Right. Like, from our perspective, of course, adolescent dating is going to be sweet and fluffy until it explodes spectacularly. Yeah, That's exactly. what it does. Yeah, and then when adult dating goes south, I want to watch good movies about adults dating each other. Like, being single. Mm. Like, good movies about being single in your 40s. I feel like TV might be the place to go for that. Maybe. Like, because... If any of you know Riverdale Gang, please message us and suggest a good show, preferably with <laughs> diversity, mm-hmm. about people in their 40s finding love or losing love. That'd be great. Yes. Give me a, give me a rom-com that's not so. trope with diverse people that's not all white and has some queerness in it somewhere. Yes, that'd be great. It's a real low bar. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be hard to meet. <laughs> yeah. A fancy banquet's not really our thing. I love that she says, I'm wearing Viridian, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> People like you are the bedrock of our town. Shut mm-hmm. up! You real You're Americans. You're wearing a wig. <laughs> which is fine. Mm-hmm. But he's wearing a, bl- a wig to match the Blossom Red aesthetic. It's, yeah, it's, that's Yeah, true. it's... It's he, a bit extra. He's not wi- wearing a wig to just steal... He's wearing I a feel- wig to be part of a supervillain look. Oh my god, Alice slicing that pie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. She's wearing red. <laughs> uh, the fact that Alice Oh my god, there's red in that pie. <laughs> <laughs> Alice is so threatening. Mm-hmm. Put the knife also, in it. Also, she magically served three pieces of pie from one slice, by the way. Fair point. So what this is, is, what this is, is Harry Potter. Like, this show is already <laughs> just saying. I believe in Alice's magic. The board. Why would you tell her this stuff, Archie? He's such a ding-dong sometimes. He just talks a lot, okay? He doesn't yeah. <laughs> have a great sense of tact. Even though yeah, she's explicitly saying... This is our story. Betty's not involved. Um, Alice needs an ally here. She's recruited Betty in her own mind, I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Betty has a good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, rude. Agreed. Alice is still hurting hard. Oh, boy. Obviously, she's jealous. I, I can't wait to see Cheryl back at school. Wearing... Having swapped her... I know. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. For her red leather jacket and hot, awesome girlfriend. Nobody. <laughs> Should be celebrating. What happened? Uh oh. Twins. Haven't you heard? Twins. You mean she didn't tell you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Loud to make outgoing folk. Ugh. Bless you, Jughead. Straight to the snark, buddy. Hmm. Oh boy. All the escalation, all the plots. Um. It's very um coming together this season. Like, the plots are all kind of intertwined closely, <laughs> in a way. Next next year took a really different direction and structure. And I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. But they did both types of storytelling well. Like, our characters are drawing closer and closer and closer in, right? Uh, this is... Almost too far, Veronica. This is way too far, Veronica. Like, this like, is how privileged people treat their friends. These are literally your cast-offs, and that's a thing. Yeah, don't take it, mm-hmm, Ethel. Mm-hmm. Get, get out. Mm-hmm. Get out. 
she's burying her guilt in you and not it's not real friendship Sell them and give ethel the money like, like right <laughs> ah. i mean here's a wad of cash poor friend is a different set of problems but yeah hmm. so many problems jivashi i'm hmm? glad to say that one i mean she pronounced it did, is that no, 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 how? like, she normally says, like, Vanity Flare and, like, American Excess, but she just says Givenchy. Huh. Maybe they're not patented in the same way. Oh No, tell her that you know the things! Yeah. Ugh. Everyone is bad at telling... All that hidden information that destroys everything... We know, Cheryl. Looking we agree. extremely dilfy Thank today. you for saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, oh boy. Luke Perry gives <laughs> I saw one coming. Oh, Jughead. <laughs> Uncontrolled snark. You know, Luke Perry a gives mage, me thank you. Oh my a, like a lot of hope for my receding hairline. It's all Luke oh. Perry. <laughs> 84 Les Paul. I don't know what so that means. So appropriate. It's like sounds important. It's a crazy expensive rare rare guitar. She just yeah. gave him many thousands of dollars. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> you can tell where my loyalties lie. It's with money. <laughs> I would give it back. No, tell your son to sell it. Mm-hmm. You hate the Blossoms. You know they're evil. But he also doesn't want to be in debt to the evil Blossoms. He's pimping him out. Oh, my God, Jughead. You're so grumpy about that. Why? Mm-hmm. Jughead is really just truth-telling this episode. Yeah, he is. Oh! <gasps> Pardon that noisy crash. That was me being nosy at the mic. Dirt under their shoe. I'm over it. I'm a man. But he's right, though. Yep. And he's... Meanwhile, this extremely expensive rare guitar is sitting there. That is truly below Archie's skill to use. Just keep it and sell it. Oh, boy. And there are their glorious corruption. Also, define tell-all, Alice. (sighs) Nice jacket, Betty. I like that one a lot. Yes. Man, this family dynamic is real borked. But don't they co-own this newspaper? Can't she just do it? Okay, good. Yeah, Alice just called that bluff. (laughs) Um, Of course, this is what leads to Hal, like, selling the paper, right? Oh, right. He locked her out. Oh, I'm kicking you out. Oh my god, and Betty's going like, oh uh-huh. my god, my mother and father. How is this stupid fight happening? Yeah. Fired? Rude. Yep. Fine, Hal. Also, yeah. Also, yeah. Good Good luck putting the paper out alone, Hal. You jerk. What's she gonna do? Light the world on fire, obviously. Oh, right. She does this. <laughs> also this is... good. She literally, like, rem... Nice. Yep. Why didn't she just... No. I was gonna say, why didn't she just hit him in the head and then we wouldn't have a second season? Exactly. But, exactly. like... But also... Everyone would have been saved a lot of pain, except for Alice and Betty, because she'd be in yeah. jail for that, that murder. Would be, that would be sad. Black <sighs> piping for the moment. Pence. <laughs> Buying him a bespoke tailored mm. suit. 
That's appropriate. <laughs> a bespoke? What does that mean? Custom made. Oh, right. Uh, Bold move, Archie. Yeah. Leveraging your high school social. I love cred. how Archie, until the Black Hood stuff happens, mm-hmm. is always trying to appeal to people's better nature. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes back to that at the end of the season. Yeah. I, the, the arc of him losing that that hope, that honesty, is, is a pretty big place for them and for him to go. Mm-hmm. As misproven as it is by the Blossoms, his hope and faith being poured into a black hole of evil. But it worked well for Cheryl. He gave her a chance, and she turned out to be the best thing the show's had. I mean, mm. arguable. It's more than satisfactory. <clears throat> yeah, they are unbelievable, Betty. I agree with you. Mm. You are also both of their ch- both of their daughter. So explicitly. Wish I'd seen that. Lol. <laughs> but it actually was funny, Jug. It yeah, would- it was. <laughs> I mean, mostly sad, mostly anger, but in retrospect, good on you, Alice. You are falling apart, Betty, but it's okay. The mm-hmm. other side is better. Yep. <clears throat> the Coopers don't exist anymore. Also, I love how, like, Jughead... It's doing the emotional labor of the broken family thing yeah. from a place of knowledge and experience. Yeah. But also, Betty probably not being fully aware of all the things she's saying and experiencing yeah. already being, yep, in his life. Yeah, oh my god, he looks so emotional, and it's so nice. Oh my god, she looks so straight. (laughs) Fair. I'm, like, attracted to them and to him. Mm -hmm. And the actor who plays Lily Reinhardt, or, sorry, the actor who plays Lily Reinhardt is, like, a (laughs) bombshell. She is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But Betty is just not an attractive character. Hmm. I get that. Her personality is wonderful, but deeply... Deeply small-town, conservative, straight girl. Yeah, a new suit. Val, who has been basically off-screen for two episodes, recognizes this bowl that she is being handed. Also, Ugh. I will ask the question, how would how would his music earn him a place at that table, ever? Yeah. Um, they are very much in different worlds in this moment. What? Yeah. Oh, where does this go? Because Ethel's dad attempt did suicide. A- accidentally. Yeah. Oh, no. I like this shot. This processing Veronica. This moment that is in so many ways her worst fear coming at her in an unsuspected yeah. way. And also her father's actions played in. You need new shoes, Veronica. No one should be marching around to high school in those. <laughs> that does not sound comfortable. Although, plenty of women in my high school did it. Mm. No men, though. Too bad, in retrospect. I think heels are awful for everyone, personally. Yeah. Although, in men, it doesn't tip their uterus and make it hard to have children. Whoa! It does that? Yep. It, like, changes the alignment of your pelvis. If Jeez. You yeah. So back to the Thornhill. De- Thornhill what? decadence. I raise my glass. Clinkies. Yeah. Clinkies. I'm already done mine, but yes. Oh, no, there's a little left. 
killer suit Archie has on, I'd wear that suit. Mm-hmm. It's bespoke. Yes. I do like the bow tie. Oh. I'm disappointed that it's not a manual tie bow tie, but, I mean, I wouldn't expect Archie to have that yeah. skill anyway. Also, Archibald can have word. Also, Cheryl's outfit is, like, also killer, but I would wear the suit. <laughs> I might not wear the Viridian plunging neckline. I'd With the, like, necklines. thick diamond choker. Yeah. I. It'd be fun to wear for, like, a night. I think you could, I think you could pull that look. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't put that choker on you. No, um, I don't have a very something, long neck. So. Something much less ostentatious. Yeah, but I could see you pulling the high femme Viridian. Hmm. Goodness, what's as going a on? friend? Oh no! Don't badmouth your daughter to like. <sighs> yeah, to her friends, to the not... boy in her circle. Oh. N- what a deeply what is this, awful what parenting. What is this universe where all these powerful dads want their daughters to get married, like, when they're 16? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's his only way to have any kind of heir, right, in this moment, because he's already determined she is not appropriate. Yeah. Um, I think it's deep sexism. I also think it is probably a lot of homophobia mm. in that... That identification of Cheryl's, this kid's not right, probably stuck and lingered in a lot of ways. You just keep smiling. She's so, like, keep sweet over there. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is a guy willing to personally murder his son. I don't doubt he's happy to sell his daughter out for good breeding stock and uh, some corporate stability, right? Uh Uh-oh. I'm really enjoying rewatching Polly's arc. She's a lot bolder and a lot more yeah. uh, strong of a character than I yeah. gave her credit for the first time through. It's so, it's it's very like, it's very like nervy and chutzpah of her to just march in there as a pregnant lady yeah. to get information. I agree. Use her, in, use her position to immediately process her grief into investigative reporting, basically. Yeah. It's kind of a family thing. Um... <sighs> Betty and Veronica. Veronica Lodge. Miss Ms. Muggs knows. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. dear. No, please don't yeah. hate me. Ugh, right. Them's guilt flowers and guilt sads also. Oh, no. Veronica, don't. Oh, write this. Don't, 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 mm-hmm, don't, mm-hmm. don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't air your own guilt. Yeah, don't do this. You're thing. airing your guilt right, on Betty other people. Right. And it's um, not for them. This isn't for them. Oh, balls. <sighs> no, not now. Tell yep. them in three days. Yep, Veronica's lingering mean girl guilt from last year. Being an awful bully. Yeah. Yeah. Also a fair, like, yeah. It's not Veronica's fault. Her dad is a mobster. But... Also, but, like... Yeah, the family association thing is yeah. strong. Oh, boy. This is a brave and bold moment. And I, lo- I really like that it's not in any way a very special episode, but just a casual side support thing treated with seriousness and uh, and respect. Oh, boy. Oh, hmm. boy. Agreed. Yeah. And, yes, 
Hiram is and also, does. Also, don't take your grief out on a teenage girl. Sorry, but, like, don't. Oh, agreed. Um, I do think Veronica poked it. Yeah, here, Veronica right? super poked it. Yeah. Uh, I do agree with that. Yeah, I love it's how Betty's like, well, that went but... how I expected it to. Yep. <laughs> yep. This mm. is such a lovely shot. It is. It, I was just thinking that. It's so, like, all this, like, shimmering weirdness on them is really fun. Yeah. Hard light reflection off the pool. It's just spectacular. Hmm. Train wreck being code for a lesbian in a conservative family, it seems. Yep. I mean, also... A dramatic woman with feelings yes. that are not controlled. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. You're being such a good friend right now, Archie. Also, this is, like, this is such core and essential advice. The more we discover about the Blossoms, please forget them, Cheryl. They do not deserve you. Apologize for who I am. Yeah. So much good stuff. Until yeah. she does this. Because she thinks she probably has to to keep him in as a friend and supporter. Yeah. <sighs> mm, oh dear. It's so interesting. She delivers that line with, like, no real want in her face. Yeah, I wonder if they were planning it from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whether oh, yeah. they what did is that. Plot point? Oh, um, the the the, the, cro- the lodge fight, right? Hmm. Oh, sent her to jail instead of yeah. Hiram. The fact right. that the blossoms are responsible for Hiram being in jail. Oh boy, that was a lot of plot. Right, at once. It's almost like a season two episode. Yeah. <laughs> So many good resolutions come from these children unpacking things with their parents. Yeah. It's, like, actually good relationship modeling in a way the CW usually does not do. Yeah. Right? Like, so many signature CW shows just Mm. don't have this. Even the family dramas tend to lean into the drama more than the actual communication resolution. So this is interesting. Like, if Hermione is acting on Hiram's behalf all this time, mm-hmm. this, like, I know she gives her daughter mm-hmm. is, like, really phony, and she's, like, so everything is just very complicated. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's un- it's falling apart even at, when she hasn't fully explained it. It is already falling apart. So how, how could she go any deeper? And... After that moment of vulnerability for her to switch to lines. Yeah. The family will stop shining on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. In which Cheryl only understands love as commodification. Because it is all she gets to see. Because it's sad. Oh, dear. Yeah. And she's not wrong, despite having constructed the situation. Oh, boy. The fact that he's leaving makes him not just like the others in an important way that you don't appreciate or understand right now because you're really hurting and lonely. Yeah. But there is a Tony in your future, Cheryl. 
it gets better. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep, she is a spy. Brilliantly. Oh. This is the most heartening thing Alice could have heard. It's, ugh. Sometimes I feel like Alice drinks a big wine waddle, bottle of regrets. Like, there's so much... There's so much underlying her reactions. Yeah. A big wine bottle of regrets. What if, what if, what is it? I I like that she had the inkling that her, uh. And she goes to a cult farm and boy, are you in trouble. But she does try to bring it back to help her mom in good intent. Yeah. Despite probably being wrong. What with the cult thing? The obvious cult thing. Um, budget is bigger than the registers? Is that real? I mean, small town, small town papers are... (laughs) Are small. Yes, and they have an extremely well-funded school of extracurriculars, which is weird in its own way. Oh no, this is real snow. This is real snow. They made good use of this spectacular accidental snow. Yeah. Someone in continuity was like, guys, guys, we just won the lottery. Because it was yeah. abrupt overnight snow, too. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Valerie. Do it, I'm, Val. I'm disappointed that you, like, as a consequence, don't get any plot because you right? break up with Archie, but, like, good for you. Yeah, like, we could have, we, we really should have stayed with her <laughs> perspective-wise. Yeah. And it would have been a Woo-hoo. cool and better thing. <sighs> Yep, this is a fair and responsible move, Hermione, that you're trying to make. Hmm. Mm. They have good chemistry. They have good chemistry. Yes. Also, well played, Fred. Well played. 20%. Well played. <laughs> That's a fifth. Well. Mm-hmm. Nice. After hanging out with the Blossoms. Hmm. This is a brutal moment. They have chemistry. This is... But this, Fred is like, that's like good boundary setting. The Andrews men yeah, are good at boundary setting. They are. And it, it's super necessary right now. Yeah. But that it's hurts. like... Mary and Fred got good at boundary setting through their divorce. Right? Woohoo, divorces. Transferable divorce skills. So be they can sometimes be super healthy, I think. Mm-hmm. Like shitty for the kids in the situation. Yeah. But healthy. In the yep. Long run. Better to have two happy separate parents than a couple who are fighting constantly. I agree with that. God, yeah. Ethel gets just the short end of the stick. And she's so mature. Even though it was self-interested in your own guilt. Well, I mean, like, she didn't... She did do the whole excellent, massive public call-out thing. Oh, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Good job, Veronica. Good job. She's trying to be a good person, despite all of her privilege and money. Her okay. friendship with Ethel, it reminds me a little of her friendship with Kevin. Like, there's, a tr- there's an effort... There's not actually an easy friendship there, but there's yeah. a little bit of a, you know, we we can be. 
Yeah. Good investigative journalism, Betty. Opening the doors, delving deeper. Motive. That's a motive. Begin the serial killer board, Jughead. It won't totally backfire on you. Oh, continue no, the no, serial it's, killer it's board. It's already happened. The backfiring's already happened. Right. What is time and chronology? I need to drink we more wa- wine. We watch a lot of this show, to be fair. <laughs> I, I also, like, have been watching it <laughs> casually this week. Like, actually just watching it and not podcasting about it. So I don't know where I am in time or space. But that's not abnormal. A storm of chaos named Cheryl Blossom. This is a beautiful compliment. Also, what a, like, Mm -hmm. sad, childish, coping thing here of scribbling his face out in sadness and anger. Also, she doesn't really... Oh, wow. Yep. Good night, Polykins. But that doesn't... Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. Mm Mm-hmm. Oof. And another one bites the dust. <sighs> More Cheryl development. More Cheryl development. So much Cheryl sads. Yeah. Ugh. I do like that character, and like the more the like the longer we rewatch this first. Yeah. Um. The deeper in we go. The deeper in we go, the more I wonder if they planned it all along. I yeah. I. I what do you think? I would believe that. Um, a team like the one behind this show might just have a hit list of cool progressive things they want to do. Yeah, right? I do like too. Tony, like the indigenous roots of the serpents. Yeah, like our awesome lesbian queen Cheryl Blossom. Um, and you know, given given what they sold the CW on, the extreme and shock factor, and given what they have actually delivered. Mm-hmm. I I think it might be the best little creative bait and switch going on. Yeah, because I I I suspect a lot of gatekeeping currently lives in the studio corporate production world, right? Like a recent trend has been hmm. um, a, a, a standout example of queer erasure in in recent media. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok shot and cut a scene hinting at Valkyrie's bisexuality. Ex- oh. Not just hinting, explicitly having a uh, disheveled woman wander sat- in satisfaction out of her room. Uh, similarly, um, uh, Black Panther had a little uh, little moment of one of the uh, Dora Milaje uh, making a flirty comment at another. Okay. The, like, recent major films have shot these scenes and had them cut. Yeah. Our own show, in their musical, shot the the lovely oh, yeah. uh l- duet shot uh or avoided using kevin you know stuff is left on the editing room floor still um yeah the filmmakers are making these scenes and they are dying in editing they are dying in production and in focus groups so i think where our awareness of the gatekeeping is has to shift with that we finally have artists who are bold enough to yeah. just do it which is like, which is what's so important about that. I, I didn't actually watch the speech, but I understand that mm-hmm. at the Oscars, um, as part of her acceptance speech, Frances McDormand mentioned inclusion writers yep. in c- contracts, and I think that's so important for mm-hmm. white actors to mm-hmm. do for actors of color. Yep. But I also think it's an important thing for straight and cis um, mm-hmm. actors to do for queer, either gender or 
trans or queer actors. Yeah, diversity. Yeah. It it yeah, you it is needed and people in power have to push for it at all fronts. Um absolutely. And make no mistake, straightness is contracted. In What do you mean when you say in that? In the licensing rights for Spider-Man, Spider-Man is listed specifically as a straight white heterosexual male. Really? It's not just assumed. It is contracted. Wow. It would, it would, in fact, be a breach of contract for them to swap it up with the Miles Morales character or to um, or to know. let Peter Parker be queer in any capacity. Hmm. Um, straightness is that. already contracted, and so we need to legally challenge that. I didn't know that that was a thing. I just sort of, there, I thought mm-hmm. there was an assumption in the same way that, like, mankind used to mean women you know what i mean like yeah it's a character so they must be straight it that is a that is a truth but especially with um serial properties and valuable properties that are corporate owned and have mm-hmm, been for a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these kind of details are often explicit and written and legally enforced right yeah interesting i didn't know that mm-hmm. i'm unsurprised that the world is shittier than i even knew and i don't <laughs> even care that i swore on the podcast mm-hmm. but we got cheryl and we do have Cheryl and Tony. Folks like our buddy Roberto are and those actors sneaking are it like in. Buddies in real life. I don't think yeah. either of them are queer. I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I know Vanessa Morgan does have a boyfriend at the moment. Which, oh, okay. Well, uh, um, though I don't know Madeline what label Petch, she used. Yeah, Madeline Petch also has a boyfriend. I have no idea what label mm-hmm. these two women use, but as it is. They're buddies in real life, which means that they're perfectly comfortable with the characters they play, which is also nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brings me joy. One of the saddest things I remember from Glee fandom that I often reference is, yeah. like, Chris Colfer and Darren Chris did not, like, publicly seem to be buddy-buddy. And, mm. and like, their characters worked, and they did broke lines and barriers mm. and ceilings mm. and all that jazz. But, like... That was a show full of weird cast drama. Oh, was like, it? Like, weird cast drama. I never catch a whiff of cast drama off this show. No, not at all. Not at it's all. It's like Lord of the Rings. They all were actually friends. I, I'm very hopeful. Yeah. They seem great. I mean, like, their mm-hmm. Instagram presents a very good lie. <laughs> their collective Instagrams mm-hmm. present a very good lie, if it, that's not the case. It's so much easier to, like, be enthusiastic about young oblivious privileged artists when they're they seem authentically nice and happy and are doing the good work yeah in representation and in their in their field yeah yeah and when they're actually nice and seem to like each other yeah i think it's good okay that was a good episode that's break. we're getting into the 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 second season of riverdale does this too where like we get into Mm -hmm. the home stretch of episodes and it's like plop 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 yeah it starts rolling downhill yeah. At a steady clip. Very steady. Ryan. Yeah? I need to pee. Well, I think we should probably wrap it up then. Because we shouldn't do that on air. No, indeed. Um, Riverdale is shot on, and the Riverdale, Riverdale Gang podcast whew, is recorded on um, Unseated Ancestral, still in use by all these nations that I'm about to name, Tsleil-Waututh, mm-hmm. Musqueam, and Squamish peoples. Yes. Yes. Thank you to Thunderquack and Mike and Patreon. All those. All of you, gang. And all of you. Thank you to you. Yeah. For hanging with us. I'm Chloe. I am Ryan. This has been the Riverdale Gang. Till next week, gang. Till next week. Bye.